to another NY Jets Fans Podcast with hosts Devin Sharman and Chris as we is into another week of football. Um, as y'all know, the Jets have won again. Uh, they, man, the score was crazy. Um, there really wasn't no fans there, but I know everybody was, I know we was watching. Um, what y'all, what y'all, what y'all take on the game? Yeah, Sean. Uh, a continuation of last week. Uh, the, um, Sam Donald looked a little, uh, even more, a little bit more um, comfortable. Even when he wasn't, he wasn't just throwing the ball up for grabs. He was pretty uh, accurate, um, kind of uh, picking apart that defense. Um, uh, yeah, um, I think that's kind of a trend. Uh, teams when they play zone against Sam, he's kind of he. It seems like it's he's easy. It's easy for him to understand what's going on and get getting rid of the ball and you know and where he's supposed to understand where's the ball where the ball's supposed to go man um two throws i want to really uh pinpoint for this game that really impressed me was that seam ball to Le'Veon bell which my friend chris uh will love because he <laughs> he's brought up over and over again how many times um that how important it would be for um Le'Veon bell to be uh be play um be uh at, at the wide route position, and that was a that was a play where he was uh, on the line of scrimmage as a, a wide receiver, and he that was a beautiful anticipation, an, an anticipatory throw by Sam Donald uh, <laughs> to to Le'Veon Bell there, and the touchdown to Crowder. Um, I think it was a third and five, um, third and five on the. I can't remember what way it was man uh third and five on um but anyway it was like a it was a beautiful uh kind of a wheel route run out of a, a trip out of a bunch uh crowder being the the most in, tight to the um to the line of um to the line and basically uh anderson was the x running outside and he ran a post uh i can't remember who was the inside uh wide receiver and he kind of ran a comeback and uh Crowder ran around the both of them, kind of like a wheel route, and Sam's another antici uh, anticipation of throw, perfect trajectory, right, like hit him right in stride. He didn't have to slow down or anything like that. Right into the end zone, that was an awesome throw. Uh, that that these plays are the plays I always harken back on when people tell me that Sam Donald is not a franchise quarterback. These and he makes these throws way too often to it for it to be a flash in the pan. We've we as Jets fans have seen enough flash in the pan so on to tell the difference. You know, there's quarterbacks that could make one or two throws per game, and you're like, oh yeah, he's okay, or he's he's good enough. You know, the defense will do the rest. This guy, several times per game, will make a throw where you'll be like, oh my god. You know, this is not, and this is a very young man. So I think, I think we need more of our Jets fans to rally behind him, even when he is not looking the best, because he's very young. And I think if we hang in there, man, in the next couple of years, we'll have one of the better quarterbacks in the league, in my opinion. Um, uh, I I uh, I want to also uh, give a shout out to Gase on the multiple ways he. He kind of adjusted his offense, the multiple uses of different running backs. Like I said, um, using um, Bell as a wide receiver. I think he had split back formation, he had pistol formation. Um, 
I mean, several different ways that, that he used, certain things he used to run it, run it. So the game plan in this, even if it was against a very weak team, I was encouraged by the way they prepared or the way the game plan they prepared for the Redskins. Yeah, I, I, everything you said, I totally agree. And the one thing also with, with Le'Veon Bell, uh, I, we did see the stat, someone posted it on Twitter. He has lined up in the slot 12 times this year. Yes. 12 times in just 10 games. That's mm-hmm. my biggest, my, one of my biggest issues with Gase is that they should have got him out there more. I know you brought up the point that he had to stay back and, and block. I get it. I'm not disagreeing with you. But there should have been more plays that he was out there in the slot. That's, that, that was my point. They should have got him. He's, he's their best offensive weapon. And you've got to get him the ball somehow. And obviously, running the ball is, is just not working for them with how bad our offensive line is. I mean, he's a, he got 18 carries, which is not bad, but only 59 yards. He did score a touchdown, but um, that's, that's just not good. Powell had a really good day, seven carries, 42 yards. You know, maybe yeah. you've got to see him get the ball a little bit more carrying the I ball. Think, I, think, I think on the whole, the running game was pretty good. I think, I think they yeah. ran – for almost 200 yards, if I'm if I'm right, if I'm correct. So I'm 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 I mean again, again against what, what what was it? What was it? Bro, it was one of some change. It yeah, was one of something. Yeah, just yeah. a little bit over 100 because you got 59 from yeah. Bell, 42 from Powell. You know, then Montgomery 11, Adams had six. So, um, but it wasn't yeah. bad. You know, yeah, yeah. Well, it was, it was over 100 yards. But yeah, anyway, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm sorry for um. Uh, no, no, it's, it's, it, I, but, but I know, but I understand your point. I mean, it, they right. weren't, yeah, they they were able to move the ball, you know. Right. Um, the Redskins got a decent defense. They're not, you know, as horrible as people thought they were. Um, right. Not a, they don't have that bad of a defense. And I, yeah, I you know, to rest. me, yeah, and to me, right. the game, it could have been, it should have been much closer, because the Redskins, you got to remember, they, they missed two field goals. They also went for it on a fourth and short, where they could have kicked another field goal. Yes. And how many drop passes did um did their did their receivers have during the yeah. game? I mean, I felt I felt kind of bad for Haskins because he didn't look that bad, you know. I mean, his numbers don't look great, but he really didn't look that bad. So he's got a he's got a future in in the the league. It's just a matter of you know building a team around him because, like you said, you know, with a with a rookie, um, you know, when things go bad, that's not good. You know, with the rookie, they you know they don't know what else to do, so they definitely need a good team around them, just like with us, uh, with um, with with Sam. You know, if you put a good line in front of him, you give him decent receivers, it's gonna work. You know, he's he's definitely good. You know, and yeah, yeah I think but, um, I think I think I think the kid I think the kid has a has potential. I think mm-hmm. uh, I think like you said, uh, um, at, um. If you if you a rookie does not have any kind of experience, NFL experience, so normally when things br- fall apart, they have somewhere to go. They have some kind of experience to call back on. And if you don't have experience, what do you fall back on? You know, um, uh, I think I think he has a ways to go. Yes, but normally when you get in the NFL and you're a rookie, even the ones that that went on to be Hall of Fame players, they ended up in the NFL with teams that were really what had really solid players a lot a lot of places on the team you know so that helped with their growth uh you can't help a kid grow if you don't you can't block for him 
all your wide receivers is not catching the ball. So that's that's what I'm going to say about that. Uh, uh, I want to also shout out uh, our tight end, Griffin. Um, him keeping himself alive on multiple plays uh, for Sam really helped him, man. Uh, over 100 yards receiving. Um, I like I like his potential as a receiver. I think I think we had already spoken about when he was when he was uh, taken by uh, when he was got when when they brought him to the team. We we're talking about the fact that he had he had like almost 600 yards receiving. I think for the Texans last year. So he has that capability. Is his blocking has always been the issue, um, but he is he he definitely showed that he could be a weapon whilst our um, our primary tight end is on uh, injuries of. Mm. Yeah, I think, yeah, nice. Yeah. I, th- I think next year him and Herndon will make a nice combination next year. Agreed. If they bring him back because he's a free agent, but I'm thinking they will. I think the smart move is to bring him back because uh, we don't know what, what we're going to see out of Herndon um, due to him being on IR and he really haven't even played much this season, not even at all, close to at all. <laughs> So um, mm. I think it's a smart move to bring Griffin back uh, for one and for two. Um, shout out to Crowder too, because Crowder had a, a nice decent yes. game as well. Yeah. Um, and I'm and I'm really seeing Crowder as like one of the main targets, like a main target for Donald. Um, and last but not least, if you give Donald the time, Donald could be one hell of a quarterback. So. I think they really need to – I think right now for, for this team, they need to look at who's who's the guys that's, that are making the plays and, and who we need to, to keep the, to keep that to keep the boat rolling, basically, to keep, you know, to keep everything rolling for next next season. The one – you know, the one big positive from us being uh, with all the injuries this year, the all the injuries that we did suffer, the one positive – that you get out of it is that we get to see players that we might not have been able to see, you know, if the starters were in there and, you know, now you're seeing guys backups and backups to backups playing, you know, major minutes. Um, yes. Games, right. And we're going to see them for the rest of the year, obviously, because no one's coming back. Yeah. So um, I, I think that's the big positive because now you get a really good look at some of these guys that you, you might not have gotten a, a good look out of. If these guys right. never got hurt, so mm-hmm. and I always you know. and I always state, I always say, I've heard, uh, um, I hear all the time from some high-level NFL coaches or ones that have retired. They one of the things they always say is that self-evaluation as an NFL team is something that's so important. Important, you know, um, and and what you just stated is very important. That's going to give uh, a Joe Douglas a leg up on the off-season, basically. Because um, that's less take he has to watch, you know. Being able to go back and break down all those guys that, like you said, the third, the third in line or the fourth in line guy that ended up started and ended up playing major minutes, you know. Now instead of having to, you know, having to all of a sudden sit down and reevaluate, you could do the evaluation right now and do the notes right now. So all you have to do is kind of just turn the page back and look at what you wrote down for this game and hey, listen. You know, this guy showed up, this guy didn't show up, you know. So, yeah, you're very right on that. And before we move on, I think we would be remiss if we didn't shout out the president himself, <laughs> Jamal Adams, a hell of a game again, uh, continuing what he did last week, three sacks, he's all over the field. Um, I think I think he's um, – Greg Williams is starting to really uh, understand – what he has and starting to deploy him in different, in different ways. Yes. 
people are always going to point out, yes, he gets all the blitzes and stuff like that. But you have, have to always un also understand how many times he's in the flats, how many times he's with the tight ends, how many times he plays deep, you know. So he's all over the place. So uh, shout out to uh, the Adams era. Yep. Yeah, definitely. and and what's surprising is that the Jets' uh, defense, uh, rush defense, is number two in the NFL, and I don't think uh, they get much credit for that. Um, I think, I think, I think uh, Mosley Williamson and bring a couple of you know guys next season. I think the defense could. I, I, I'm 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 going I'm not going to say top ten, but they'll they'll be still <laughs> in the middle of the pack. They, but they, it's but it's good that Greg Williams could could actually. Something with do something on defense with the team that we got now because we don't even have have weapons really weapons other than Adams, you know. So I'm so I'm yeah. so yes. Big shout out to Greg Williams. Well, you know what? This week coming up, we got a yep. big time challenge coming <laughs> we got up. The test. So yeah, we got we're gonna the, see. Yep. We're gonna Jacobs. see what what this team is really between Josh Jacobs and now we got a veteran quarterback who's yeah. had a very well, well, well. Apparently, they, they we have, get they have the a tight Right. Yep. So we have now, a. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we have a. They, they, we we'll have to um, deal with Darren Waller, the tight. They're tight end. We'll have to deal with Josh Jacobs. We'll have to deal with uh, um, Max Crosby, their defensive end. Um, I mean, they they have they they have a lot of players that are playing really well uh, everywhere. So it's going to be quite a test for both our defense and our offense. Yeah, agree, agree. Um, speakers, now, since, since we're talking about the Jets, uh, let's talk about uh, Quincy Williams. Well, I meant not Quincy Williams, sorry. Quincy Anunwa, uh he he got fined. Uh, that was It was after we did the podcast um, last week. He, he got fined, and basically he was mad about it. And then Kevin Beecham, Mr. Beecham, Kelvin Beecham, wanted to go, go to the NFLPA and record it. Uh just a quick take. Uh, I guess how how we should feel about this. <laughs> I, I mean, I personally I didn't understand. I, I didn't understand the whole situation because Gase and the Jets organization was getting a bad rap on it, like they didn't handle it right. But the way I see it, they handled it perfectly. It's it's Quincy who handled it horribly. You know, he had he had therapy or he had whatever he had the treatments that he had to get done. Okay. And he had it scheduled. He didn't go for two days. He didn't call them. He didn't let them know. He didn't call no show for two days. And then he shows up. Of course he's going to get fined. I mean, if any one of us do that at a job, guess what? We're probably not even working. Forget about getting fined. We're probably, mm -hmm. you, know, you know, we might get let go if you don't call no show at a job. So, and then he goes on, on uh, Twitter and he posts this whole thing about how bad it was and because all he had to do, all he was doing was taking his wife out for Veterans Day because she's a veteran, which God bless her. But you know what? Don't use her as an excuse why you didn't make it. All he had to do was tell them, listen, guys, I, I, you know, I need this day off. I, you know, whatever. I'm sure they'd be okay with that. So I don't understand how the fans could go up against the organization in this in this situation. I understand the one thing I don't like, but hey, it's it's the way they're running it is they have the fines hosted on the, on that, wall, on the, board, yeah, on the right. screen or whatever. I, that, I think, is – yeah, that's too much. I, I that's kind of crazy, what? yes. Right, but you know what? As a player, you know this already. Obviously, it's week 10 or 11, so he's <laughs> been coach all year, so you know that it's, it's done. So you, you've got to expect 
to that to happen. So I'm gonna put Quincy, it. Quincy looks really bad in this situation. I'm gonna put it to you guy. this way. I'm gonna put it to you this way. This does not become. See all these guys attacking the Jets organization. This is easy, This is low hanging fruit. Basically, this is low hanging fruit. This does not become an issue if it's the Patriots that did that or any other team that did that. Okay, because because they they're winning franchises that have a a record of whatever you know, and they're good at what they do. The fact that the Jets have been they they've been maligned over the years because they've had so many missteps just makes this whatever you report on the Jets, even if there's just a small misstep by the organization or by their coach or whatever, and the fact that Adam Gaze again another guy that everybody takes you know is a is the media punch, punching bag, you know. Hey, listen, he's oh he's he says he's a, a, a genius, or people have been saying he's a genius, but he's no genius, so on, so, so on and so forth. Everything you say about the Jets, in any kind of context, people could take a shot at because they haven't done anything. They're not winning any games. They look bad. They look like they're going to have a top five pick next year. So, it, so it's, very simp- it's very easy. But like Chris just said, you can't, all of, you can't tell me that Quincy Anunwa wasn't wrong in this situation. How, why, why is he? Why is it okay for him? I bet I don't know too much about contracts, but I'm betting that this is part of something he had to do to fulfill on his end. He had to be there for treatment, even right. if he's on mm-hmm. IR or not. It contractually ob- obligated to be there at this time to get treatment. So you have to do it. You can't just not show up. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> and you then, know, it's ridiculous. And and, and, and you cannot also, also, I'm sorry, guys, but sorry. you cannot dictate, like, because people's like, oh, you sh- they shouldn't um, find him the max. Wait a minute. When you make a mistake, do you di- also dictate what punishment you get? I don't get this. If yeah. you make a mistake, whatever the mistake is, man, you, again, take it like a man. Listen, I messed up. I, yes, I should have called or whatever. I'm, I might not agree with the fact that they're broadcasting it for the for the whole organization on the organization to see how much they're finding me or whatever, but I messed up. I would be I would be more on his side if he came out and said, you know what, I messed up. I should have called, but you know, I just hate the fact that it's broadcasting. But again, is that something you should go on Twitter to say? That's something you should say right in the organization. Right. Say it. That thing would have never leaked out on if you didn't go on Twitter and tell everybody. And that's so the I'm, other thing. I'm sorry. That, that's the other thing that the fans were complaining about, like, oh, that they should handle this in-house. That's exactly what the organization <laughs> was doing. He's the one that brought it out. And uh, Gay said that in his press conference. He goes, we handle these things in-house. Some of these players go on social media to, to take care of it. And he was exactly saying it that, about him. It made no sense. You know, I, I don't I don't know. I don't get it. You know what? Like he said, he he didn't call, no show, take the penalty like a man, and if you got a problem, go to them and say, Listen, guys, I messed up. He tried to do that, and they basically said, Okay, you missed two days and you got fined. Next that's it. Right, that's it. I just wanna <laughs> know what the hell Mr Mr. Beecham got to do with this situation. Uh, yeah. That like like at the end of the day, mind your damn business because you might not be on this team next year. That's probably why he came out. Right, <laughs> because he knows he's not gonna be in the team next year. <laughs> but that's horrible, though. You know, whatever, whatever that is, is is supposed to be between Mr. Nunwa and Doug Douglas and, the and Jets all. Organization. 
Yeah, that's yeah. it. Hey, come on, come on, Beach. Now, now you just play, play with fire. You lucky your yeah. ass is still in the starting lineup for now, I guess. I don't uh, know. But he, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but um, before before we go to the NFL topics, uh, since we spoke about Oakland Raiders, uh, let's get a quick preview. Um, what 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 did um Jets will have to do to beat the Oakland Raiders at home? First, wow. I, I I just want to give them a shout out because I think we kind of. We kind of killed them in our, in the off season for a lot of their moves. Um, yep. um first I want to point really. out <laughs> as great as great as a player as Khalil Mack is, uh, guys, we have to point out the fact that as great as a player that he can be, the ridiculous fact that he could get you three sacks and two forced fumbles and all this stuff in one game. The 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 questionable fact is there's games where he's like like totally invisible like this past week i don't think he had a stat i mean come on think about this you know and and this is this is what i'm saying is like um as as people that we try to talk about um you know things that we feel you know especially when you put together the history of the nfl and stuff like that you feel like it's a bad idea and yes in, in on face value Trading away a player of his caliber is a damn stupid idea. It's not just a bad idea. And not only him, but also um, trading away the wide receiver, you know, is a bad idea. But when you look at what Gruden has done to kind of get this team together, you know, it's, it look, it's, things are looking up for them. And, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go as far as to apologize <laughs> I, because I still think that they have a ways to go. But I, I'm very encouraged by what I see. Um, uh, Max Crosby, I mean, uh, four sacks in a game. Um, I mean, I, 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 that kudos to him, man. Um, uh, Josh Jacobs is a actual is a, is a is a stud, man. You know, um, for us to win that game, we had to stop him. You know, yeah. if if our def- if our run defense is that good, like the stat like the stats say, we we better bring it. You know, my my question is. Um, Darren Waller is actually a pretty good weapon for them. And what are, what are we going to do? Because we know we have issues with our linebackers. Our linebackers are not good in coverage. You know, are we going to take uh, Adams out of his regular job of, of playing down in the box and all of a sudden put him in coverage against the tight end? You know, because then we would be missing the man that's been wreaking havoc on, on, on offenses you know, uh, uh, for the last two games because he would be in coverage all day. So, you know, all these things, man, are, um, uh, are going to be very important to if we could win the game. And another another game of our offensive line giving Sam Donald at least average amount of time to get the ball out of his hand, you know, would, very be, would be conducive to him having another great day because I think that uh, secondary for the Raiders could be had. But and can we block long enough? To hold him, you know, to to let him have the time, I that that's going to be important. Yeah, I I think big time. We're gonna we're gonna know after after this week what kind of team, you know, it, is it the last, is it the team that has looked really good the last two weeks? And like you said, we have the number two or three uh, defense against the rush. This is a great uh, challenge right now to to stop, you know, Josh Jacobs, who's becoming one of the better running backs in the league. And obviously, you know, David Carr's having a really good season as well. 
Yes. So very much so. <clears throat> and they're, I think, a half game behind uh, Kansas City for the division lead. So they're right there, man. And they're they're a good team, and you know we do have them at home. So this is going to go a long way if we could pull this one out, and then you know the next couple of weeks we got a couple of you know winnable games, and then you got of course the Baltimore game, but. Uh, you know, you win this and, you know, you stay on a roll, you stay hot. Um, like you said, man, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if we're going to win the game, but I'm just hoping for a good game. I'm just hoping not an ugly game like the Miami game or the <laughs> Jacksonville game or the, the uh, New England game. You know, I just want to see a good game. And, I, um, I, 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 I actually wanted, wanted to bring this up and in, in the context of this game, uh, this preview, um, uh, I think it was Rich Samini that brought up this thing where he said, I don't know if you guys caught that, that uh, Donald actually went to Gase and tell him, listen, man, you know, um, I, I don't like the way the offense is. I, I, think, I think these would be a better idea and rattled off a, a list of right. plays that he, th- he thought that would be best. And uh, I think the media has taken it, taken a, again, like I said earlier, you know, low-hanging fruit. You know, Gase, Gase is the guy everybody's taking, you know, taking shots at. So, you know, they're saying, oh, you know, who's the, who's, who's the real OC? Is it, is it Donald then if, 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 if Gase is waiting on Donald to come tell him? And um, coaches coach different ways. And, and Gase, in his philosophy, thought that it would be best to wait on Donald to get the balls to come to him and say, listen, man, this is this, you know, and he thought that would be best for, for his development, you know, to, because again, we talk about the development of QBs, like the only thing they have to do is throw the ball, but you have to be a leader on so many different fronts. You know, you have to, you have to be a leader in the war room with your coach talking about the plays and the way the things you see on defenses, how defenses play, how different defensive coordinators play and, and how, what plays you think would, these are things that you have to do. And, and Sam Donald has to grow not only on the field, throwing the ball, but also with his, with his team and with his coaches. So I thought, I thought that was an important coaching method. I think, I think it's controversial and I think, I think people are taking shots at Gates, but I think it's it was an important thing, and I think that's probably has that's kind of le- that has led to the the recent kind of success you've seen on offense for the Jets. And you know, and just looking at the Raiders, what they've done this year, after the first week they won, and then they lost two, won two, lost two, and then they've won three straight coming into today. So they're yeah. a streaky team. So maybe yep. we'll start the bad streak <laughs> again, but. Um, <laughs> You know, they only beat Cincinnati 17-10. That was a tough game. So, yes. um, against not a good team. So, maybe we could squeak it out. You know, maybe we could squeak a win out. Hopefully, the fans are coming down because the Raider fans will definitely be there. They always are. So, um, it should be a good game. But, you know, like like you said, man, we, we got to stop the run without a doubt. It starts with Josh Jacobs. And and then we got to put pressure on Carr. Yes, very much so. That's I agree. That's another big thing. And I think it's got to be better than what we did against uh, Haskins. As good as we did against Haskins, we have to be just as good or even better. I mean, I, I don't think we, I don't think we got to Haskins that much actually, uh, sack wise. I think we got two sacks in that game. 
I'm not mistaken. I think I, uh, I think it was more than that because then uh, Jamal Adams had three. Jamal had Jamal had three. But Jamal had three oh, by right. himself. Yeah, yeah. Right. that's what I'm saying. I think, and we, I think, I think okay. we got there more more than that three. Yeah, times. I think it was, it was four. Like I think four it was five. four sacks. I I think it was. Oh yeah, you um you're right. I think it was five because it was. Uh, Anderson had one. I think Adams had three. Oh, we had six. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, six. So, uh, Shepard had one and Louvre. Shepard had, had one. Right. Shepard had a good game too as well. I forgot. about Shepard has had two good games. Yeah. So so yeah. Shepard is showing and he's out starting too. To come around. <laughs> right. Right. Shep- yeah. So if we could get that kind of pressure, or even better against Carr, I think we'll be all right. You know, and yeah. Stoughton. That's a lot to ask for. I'm not saying that's easy, but <laughs> yeah. obviously. I don't think it's a lot to ask for. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I made a mistake on my my stats. The Jets are now the number one uh, number one rush defense in the NFL. There you go. Uh, there you go. Allow 79 yards per game. But um, uh, I think, yeah, Josh Jacobs, you stop Josh Jacobs. Um, after Josh Jacobs, there's really no other running back. Um, that, like, stat-wise, like me looking um, – Stop Josh Jacobs. If you can stop Josh Jacobs, find some way to bring pressure to uh, the car. And that's it, really. Um, Jamal Adams, like like uh, Sharma said, Jamal Adams against the tight end, um, Waller, uh, will be uh, – basically will be a good, good, good matchup. And we'll see what happens from there. But I think this is – I think this is really – I think the Jets really have a good chance. I think they really have a chance at this game. But John Gruden, knowing him, he'll find some way hmm. to, to break it out. So, um, so, but I think the Jets have a have a really good chance of winning this game. Yeah, very. Yeah, I, I just wanted to make one more statement. I, I uh, when he about uh, the whole John Gruden thing, the fact that uh, I think I made that sta- a statement um, in in our past podcast. I mean, pre pre uh, season that we were talking about him. Uh, being able to kind of morph into a more modernized form of, of offense, and 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 I question the fact that some old school guys like him would uh, they don't really like to do that. And uh, I um I I gotta gotta straight up say that it was it was a lie on my part because he has definitely uh, uh kind of uh, added a lot of uh, uh brand new concepts to um to his old school way of run of playing football. He definitely still uh, is a very old school coach and an old school way of calling plays. But, uh, but he, he has a lot of route concepts and stuff like that. That's, that's kind of modernized and that's helped them uh, elevate to the team they are now. Right. So what's the prediction? What's the prediction for this weekend? This is this is this is one of those things, man. Um, uh, I think again, I, I'll go back to the fact that I think that yes, the Jets' offense is uh, looks like it's gonna trajectory go to like they're moving up, they're getting better. Uh, I say I think the Raiders, uh, the Raiders' secondary could be had if we have time to throw the ball. Um, I still have questions about our ta- our tackles, and if they're gonna be able to stop Max Cross, Max Crosby, and and whoever else. Is fast, uh, rushing the passer, um, so I so I I I say twenty seven twenty, uh, Jets. I'm gonna go the opposite way just because I think um, playing a better team. I just I, I I don't know if the Jets are gonna be ready to beat the Raiders right now. Um, I th- I think I'm gonna give the Raiders the 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 win here. They've been playing really good. 
they're the better team. Um, I think, you know, yeah, we, we did win the last two games, but we did beat two rookie quarterbacks, you know, not taking anything away. A win is a win in the league. So, but uh, I think the Raiders are going to squeak it out. I'll say uh, uh, 24, 21. I think, I think with me, it's uh, I think ever since uh, Winters and and uh, Khalil been out, I think they blocking been a little, little better. Not saying all the way better, but it's been better to the point where Donald can, can get comfortable. If if Donald could get comfortable, and, and and does what he's been doing these past two weeks, I'm I'm definitely going with the Jets. But I think I'm gonna go with my upset of the week, which is gonna be the Jets over Oakland, and it's gonna be twenty four to ten. I'm. I, wow. I, I believe, yeah, I believe in the rush. I believe okay. in the rush defense. So I'm going okay. with 24 10. Yes. All right. So, so now right. I, like, I like that. Yeah, I hope to, me I, too. Man, I'm rooting for that one. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely mm-hmm. rooting for that. We'll, we'll be the talk of the town for a week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, just for one week, and then we'll be back to our regular schedule. <laughs> fire gaze, fire gaze. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Send so, up the, uh, the plane again. <laughs> yeah, right. For no fucking reason, wasting money. Anyway, but let, let's let's move on to some real NFL news. Um, Miles Garrett, uh, his his suspension has been upheld. Oh man, last week's game against the uh, against the Steelers and Browns was really interesting. Miles Garrett hit uh, Rudolph in the head. We all know what was going on, but um. In y'all, in y'all own opinion, should the should the suspension be be upheld to indefinite indefinite ban? And and what do you and what is y'all take on that on the situation? It should definitely be upheld without a doubt. I mean, the video evidence is there. I mean, this guy could have really seriously hurt this guy. And and another thing too, Randolph was just coming back from a concussion, yeah. so to to hit this guy over the head with his helmet. Um, that was that was really bad. It was very ugly to see that. Um, yeah, no, exactly. You know, I mean, it, it could have been really bad. I mean, imagine if – just imagine if his head opened up a little bit, like a cut and there was blood, right. how much worse this would have been. I mean, this, yeah, got right again, back up. And so yep. definitely – optics would have been – you think oh, the much, optics were bad? Oh, man, this would have been horrible. Yeah. And then, Shoot. you know, like today – they, you know, he came out, he said, the reason why I did it was because um, Randolph said a racial slur to me, and that's what started it. And then the NFL said there's no evidence of that. So that makes it even worse. I think he should be he should be suspended for even more, for even accusing him of doing that. That I mean, that's in my book. I mean, to me, that's horrible. But Chris, you know, at the, the same thing- time, but Chris, if, if- – if he would, if he would have said a racial slur to him, don't you think the Steelers players would have, would have, would have looked at you know Rudolph crazy like, whoa, dude, like what? Are you, yeah, like- <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, <laughs> so I definitely think if, if there was evidence, if he really said it, somebody else would have came forward. I mean, even exactly. if exactly and told Rudolph he was wrong for that. Right, somebody would have because that's there was other no guys there. There right. was other players around the area. And Nobody Browns heard too. anything. And Browns yeah, players too, right? Exactly. So, he should definitely get more than whatever he's going to get. So, obviously, it's the rest of the <laughs> this year. I think he should get a lot of games next year just because he lied, too, to make it even worse. He's just trying to right. cover up his butt, you know. But you know that, what? Oh, that's my, that's hmm. my opinion. Very yeah, man. This, this, this whole thing is just bad. Miles um, Garrett, Garrett needs to, again, like I said earlier about the other situation, 
Um, I, um, I think Miles Garrett just needs to take his punishment and go out quietly. I was wrong. Um, I, I, I definitely never want to have, ever be in that situation and, and do something like that again. Um, um, I'm sorry. Take my punishment and go, go in the corner and, 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 and be quiet until you come back from your suspension. That's all you had it had to do. No, no pointing fingers at who said what or whatever. If I, my mom, growing up, if I ever said my brother, my brother did something, and that's the reason why I was hitting him, she wouldn't hit my brother. She would hit me. Mm. You know, she'd be mm. like, "Yeah, I saw you hitting him. I don't, I didn't right. see what you did, what happened before." You know, so stop with the point, finger pointing, man. You were wrong. Take your punishment like a man, and that's it. You know, that's the end I of mean, that. Understand, I mean, understand right. that the the optics of the situation was horrible, and this is this is the this is what Chris was talking to. I think watching this thing all play over and over again, man, you have to understand the gravity of this. You know, in a in a in a time in an era in the NFL where where protecting the players is of so much importance to the NFL, mm. the one thing you can't do is on national TV swing a helmet at another player that makes absolutely no sense and of all the other times people talk about of players um kind of violent after the play um um uh incidents that we've seen in the nfl like the one where gronk uh i think what he what did he do he tried to elbow a guy whilst he was on the ground or tried to choke or whatever it was well, i think albert there was other... when albert hangsworth right there was a, the guy. he stomped yeah. the guy yes. yeah We'd never seen a guy basically nothing like this tear ever. off a guy's helmet and then not only that mm. swing it to hit him in the head. You know, yeah. so 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 if if you don't understand the gravity of the situation, you just don't want to just take your take your punishment and 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 that's it, man. I think you you still not understanding what just happened. You know, and you need to like Chris said, you need to learn more. You know, if 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 you not understand what you just did, that's all I'm saying. And and and. On Mason Rudolph, nobody is thinking Mason Rudolph is totally absolved of anything. Right. He's every everybody sort of saw what happened. He he basically started it. You know, like I said again, I'm 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 I had I have a younger brother, and my my brother was as tough as hell. And my and if for even if I felt like I could bully my brother, my brother wouldn't have any of it. You know, and for the most part. For the most part, if my mom walked in and I was hitting my brother, she didn't care what happened before, you know. <laughs> she would just be like, you're the older one, man. You need to have some sense. You know, you shouldn't be hitting your brother. And this kid, you know, excuse that, oh, Mason started it is crap. You're a grown-ass man. You know, that doesn't mean because a quarterback tried to hit you, you know, that means that you're supposed to try to take his head off. I mean, it makes absolutely no sense to me. Yes, yeah, yeah, Mason Rudolph started it. He tried to take off his helmet, but at the same time, it's no way for you, Miles Garrett, to act like this is NFL Blitz, the video game, or this is another <laughs> football league where you could just rough up the player. Imagine if he turned the helmet around and really caught him upside on top of his head. Woo! That would have been it. Would have it would have been something real serious. Mason Rudolph got lucky. Um. And he needs to be blessed for that, but at the same time, Miles Garrett needs to you need to take some type of uh, classes for your temper. 
is that that is really horrible if you have to do that and and then on top of that like why did you wait why are you still playing hard at the end of the game and y'all already won the game yeah. no sense at yeah, all the game is over <laughs> but like final six seconds you you decide you want to you want to play hard and try to and try to hurt the man because that's what basically you still trying to do play to hurt the and- guy and you know what? Let, let's 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 call it what it is. If this guy was a backup defensive end, I don't think I think the Browns would have released him already, and no team would have even come close to him. But you know what? This guy is one of the best <laughs> defensive ends in in football right now, easily. So he's gonna have a job. Of course, regardless, he you know the Browns is not gonna get rid of him. No, no way. And if they did, somebody would pick him up. The, the second right away exactly <laughs> so people forget about people will forget about it by next season so it really won't matter um let's talk about Kaepernick Kaepernick he's supposedly supposed to have a workout with the NFL canceled out on the last the last 30 minutes but then decided to have his own workout at the high school down there in Atlanta um I think eight teams I think eight teams uh partake um basically came to the work came to uh, Kaepernick's workout uh, what what is y'all what is y'all own opinion on Kaepernick canceling on the on on the NFL workout to do his own workout? I'm gonna start. Go right ahead, Chris, because I because uh, I I think it's so it uh, it's so bad <laughs> in so many ways. Like, and I'm rooting for this guy to get a job, and I think a lot of people are, a lot of people are, but I think a lot of people are rooting for him to get a job. But I mean, this was so. Uh, I didn't understand it from either side about this because it's like almost three years now that he hasn't played. Um, all right. They, they set this up and then a half hour before it's going to start, he cancels it because he wants to have, he wants to have it filmed by his crew or whatever. And I get, I, that's fine. But you knew this contract before, you know, like put that in before and say, or before you sign it and say, guys, I want this thing to be filmed. I want to put it on YouTube, whatever. But why wait till 30 seconds, uh, 30 minutes before? Like you said, it makes no sense. You know, and then the other thing, he's wearing the shirt, the Conte Kante shirt, like he's a slave. I mean, come on, dude. There's, I mean, oh, there's so many things. Because I, my thing, and I think I've, I mentioned this before when we first started talking about this, this guy, I said, you know what? If he really wants to play football these last couple of years, you know what? Go up to the CFL. Go up to the Canadian League. They would take him in a heartbeat because, if anything, their 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 game is is much better. You know, is set up because it's a wider uh, a wider um, field, right? right? So it would be so much better for him to be up there. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, he could he could have been playing up there for the last two years, going crazy, balling. And you know, win win one of their cups, whatever they call the great cups. And he did, he's done nothing the last. Not that he's done nothing. He's done nothing football wise the last three years except for train. You know what? Go up to the CFL, play some play some football. Show that you're ready to play. I personally don't think he's ready to play. I, I think that's the question. He just doesn't want to play football anymore. He's using this as a as a platform for his you know, for his beliefs and his whatever. And I, I totally agree with what he's saying, but you know what? If you're going to play, go, go play. If you don't want to play, then go into a different avenue, you know, because 
what you're doing now, you're making it look real. You're making yourself look bad. Right. So, I don't know. That's just me. I think my take on on Kaepernick's situation is is this plain and simple. Like, like why would you wait until the last minute to cancel a workout? It's it's really it's really stupid. It's really kind of stupid to me because you really wanted a job. You've been working hard for three years, and I get it. And you have all these fans, and you have everything by your side. But was it like 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 are you doing it for no reason? Because you did the workout. You only worked out for forty five minutes. They ain't really like do an hour, two hours. You want to bring your own media. You want to do things your way, and it's not going to work out like that. So I don't. I, and then for him to tell Roger Goodell and for the teams to stop running, to not run is is really pointless because you had twenty five teams coming to to your workout. Twenty five. That's almost the whole NFL <laughs> coming coming for your workout, and you said no. You basically say, I want to do things my way. I mean, it's just, it could still work out. He maybe could get a job by next season, but it's going to be very hard for Kaepernick to get a to, to get basically a team to, to sign him after what happened in that event. It's true. Listen, man, um, I'm I, I, when you're having conversations like that, um, like this, um, it's to me, take just – for for just for a little for a, a a bit, I wanna I want I want people to understand something. If if as a black man, I can't disagree with another black man without being told that I am not black enough or whatever, it's crap. I, I I'm not I'm not supposed to <laughs> just because just because we share the same skin color, I I'm not supposed to just like like you know sign up for every crap you do you understand me even if i even if i disagree or whatever this this is this is ridiculous i've never i never felt like that's something that i should do you know as your brother more than anything else if you're misbehaving that's my job to call you out and be like listen man you know your behavior is ridiculous you need to stop and you need to you know you need to get back to what you're supposed to do Colin Kaepernick hasn't been in front of a camera in three years to say anything about anything. You understand me? The first time he shows up and show it on a camera, his words are, stop running to the NFL. <laughs> These are the people that you want a job from. Listen. You're telling them to stop running. And you're telling them to <laughs> stop running. Listen, nobody, nobody in the world thinks that their boss, their bosses are going to capitulate to them in any way. You don't walk into a job and tell the boss, hey, listen, man, I'm going to take two-hour break. You understand me? And you're going to hire me now because I'm good. No, nobody, no, no, in no way, no shape, nobody. You can't do that. You can't right. do that. First of all, first of all, if you, if you think, if you still distrust the NFL that you think the fact that they added two or three lines to this to their waiver form was kind of messing with you or it was trying they were trying to take you were tr they were making you sign your life away or whatever crap that some people on the on uh, in the media are saying have your lawyers read that thing if your lawyers say to you listen man i don't think you should go to this thing you send you send your lawyer out to the media tell your lawyer your lawyer says listen 
The NFL wants us to have a workout, but they have added something to this waiver form that's kind of out there, and we don't want to participate in this workout unless we could figure out a way to work it out. You know, simple as that. But you waited until the last moment to point that out. And then there's people in the NFL that has been fighting for Colin Kaepernick to get a job. These people, some of them, were in that meeting, in that place where the NFL wanted to have that, 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 that workout for him. Right. That was a slap in the face. That was the slap in the face of those people that have been fighting for him to get a job. Yeah. You understand me? So, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know the NFL is as old school, or, or, or they don't they they do things their way. But so do almost every organization that employs anybody. They have certain set rules, and they want things to done their way because you basically want to work for them. You know, they're like, hey, listen, man, if you're gonna work for me, this is what's gonna be. Mm-hmm. You can't wear no red shirts. You can't wear no red hats. You can't wear no boots. You got to wear sneakers. They make the rules. That, but that, sounds like, the, <laughs> that sounds like almost every uh, organization out there. Right? That's what I'm saying. There's <laughs> nothing weird about it. And no. even more so with the NFL. They dictate the terms. If you want the platform, you need to kind of be like, hey, listen, man, you know, I don't agree totally with all this. But I'm going to do what I got to do just so that I could get back to where I'm supposed to be. Because then if you're in the NFL and then you stop throwing 300-yard, four-touchdown games and taking over the NFL, this is, that is what you're going to do to make them look stupid. Because for three years, they had a guy that had that kind of potential and he was sitting on the sidelines because they didn't want to play him. You know, my isn't thing that, is, isn't that more than anything? What you want to do is make them look foolish for the for the cho- their choice to have you out of the NFL just because they disagreed with your stance. I mean, this is this. I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm 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 done with that whole Kaepernick thing, man. I'm done with it. I just want to bring out one 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 more point. You know, this is not the the young Kaepernick. That's you know the 49ers Kaepernick. Like we gotta realize the man is thir- thirty-two years old, and he's both and he's best than most quarterbacks. But now, but nowadays, what we're seeing right now is guy like guys like Minshew, um, Minshew, Allen, mm-hmm. like unknown, yep. unknown name guys, rookie guys that's ba- basically, basically having a, a name for themselves. So you know, it's so it's no disrespect to Kaepernick because it's definitely that need backup quarterbacks but at the same time Kaepernick you gotta you gotta you know this this is this was this was your moment like this is basically your moment you know and I think and I and I wonder I, I I'm not I don't I want to say it I'm gonna say it I think Jay I think with the Jay-Z contract with with, with Roger Goodell I think it kind of played the part in that because oh, Jay-Z yeah. has been siding with Kaepernick and, and 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 I think you kind of just appointed Jay Z because because basically like to have Rock Nation halftime show platform and everything like that it, it had to, it had Kaepernick had to play a part in that. You know? Listen, yeah. man. And, and, Listen, and, and they was, don't do this. They don't do this for any player. Yeah. They don't do. When when was the last time the NFL actually had a workout for one guy? 
<laughs> this does not happen. This is a yeah. this is an anomaly. So yes, the waiver form would be an anomaly because it's something that they don't do. The fact that he could not just sit down with them and try to haggle over the fact that he was not comfortable with certain things is what bothers me. And the fact that he wanted everything to play out exactly what, how he wanted is ridiculous. It's yeah. not going to work that way for you, man. I think Come on. Was, I, to be honest, that, that was probably his last shot. Yeah. Or his only shot. Yeah. You know, like... You, you you had like you said you had your you had your, your your chance to prove to everybody. Listen, I'm not going to be a headache. This is what I could do. I'm still in shape. I've still got skills. I'm not going to be a problem. And look and look what you showed. Yeah. <laughs> you showed you're still going to be a problem. You're still going to. And he even said he goes we're 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 waiting for you NFL or everything was we we <laughs> who is we. Basically, you know, he was just looking for, I don't know, I think he was just looking for his own platform, which yeah, he has, exactly. which he has yeah, accomplished. That, that's all which it he is. Accomplished. That's all it Chris, is. And Chris, I always, I always said this, as much as I sided with the man on his stance, and the fact that people were calling it that he was against the troops and all that crap, I believe that was false. Right. You understand me? I understood mm -hmm. what he was saying, but I think somewhere this kid lost his where he was going i think he fell in love with the fact that he became a face of a movement and he kind of became a kind of a martyr you know and he looked he looked at it like oh well you know you know that's who he is now so if that's what you are man you know unfortunately Fine. you've <laughs> lost you and 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 as sad as it is like we've said over and over again that the nfl was wrong to blackball you that way just because of your stance but when you're when you're that kind of activist, you you stand to lose stuff. You lose stuff, so you lost your NFL career, and I'm sad that that's what you had to go through. But you should have just stayed in your in 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 your your the you know being being the model or whatever the whatever you were doing, doing all the good works you were doing, fine, you know. But don't come here telling me you want to play football because the way you acted now, I, I call into question. Your truthfulness here, man, because I think it just looks like you really don't want to play. Yeah, that, I think that's I, – and I think this whole situation is just another example of how – I'm going to get off the football for a second, but it just shows, like, how divided we really are. And, like – and and I think it's, it's about people that are either all the way to the left or all the way to the right. Like, there's no more in between. There's no more discussion about things. It's either nope. – it's either my way, like I believe in this, I don't believe in you, and that's the end of that. I don't want to hear your side of the story. I don't want to talk to you. I just believe in this, and that's right. it. And that it's goes like, for both sides. I'm not talking about, right. you know, Republican, nope. Democrat. They're all, everybody's like that now. There's nobody yep. willing to just discuss things anymore. Like, let's talk things out. Like, let's yeah. figure out a, a resolve here. You know, like, like don't get Yeah, it. like Terrell, Terrell Owens going on first date. Uh, uh, with uh, Stephen A. Smith and, 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 and Max Kellerman and saying, telling Stephen A. Smith that um, Max Kellerman is, is acting blacker than him because, because he wasn't standing with Kaepernick. I don't understand this. When is it, when all of a sudden is it wrong for one brother to say to another that you're wrong? I disagree with you. There's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. You understand me? I don't see eye to eye with Stephen A. Smith on a lot of things. But I'm sorry. 
I agree with him on this. You know, you you want to work for the guy, for the person, for the for that organization. You understand, a hundred plus years of doing things a certain way, they don't budge. You understand that you would have to forego certain comfort comforts that you would probably you you think that you should have, just so that you could get the opportunity to play. And when they give you the opportunity to play, you use that opportunity and that platform to show them why they messed up blackballing you the way they did. That's what you should have done. That mm-hmm. was the job you were supposed you were supposed to go do at that workout. Mm-hmm. You understand me? That, that's me, it. At the end me, of that, the day, and you lost that with that uh, with with what you did. And to me, that goes back to what I said before that he should have been up playing in the CFL this whole time, the last yeah. two plus years. Go up Agreed. there, man. Go up there. How many other players have done that, right? Warren Moon Robert, did that. Warren, Warren Moon wasn't good enough for the NFL, right? So they, yep. he went up there. He became an MVP. And then he came back down here, and look what he did. Doug Flutie. I mean, yep. that's what these guys do, you know? That's what Tebow should have did. That's why I think he's a whole big he, – he's another one that's only out for himself, too. He's like a reality <laughs> show. I mean, come on, Right. He could have went up. He was like, I only want to play right when they wanted to switch him to a different position. I only want to be a a quarterback. All right. Goodbye. You're not a quarterback. So he should have went up to the CFL and showed everybody like, oh, I could be a quarterback. quarterback. That's it. But you know what? You didn't do that. Then he goes to play baseball, but he can't play Mm -hmm. baseball on the weekends because he has a job (laughs) with ESPN. That's another joke. Another joke for another day, but yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I totally understand what I you're mean, trying to say, though. You know what I mean? My, yeah, my thing, definitely. My, my thing is, is that yeah, David, end this right here. NFL, finish it. You can finish NFL, it. The NFL, the NFL, the NFL, and the owners is basically trying to do a truce with, with, with you, Kaepernick. Twenty-five teams in in, in Goodell going to your workout. Disappointed because they probably was like, okay, this is this is your workout. They they don't do they didn't do this. I haven't saw I, we haven't saw this happen to no other guy, no superstar, nothing. You're getting your own workout. Basically, you're getting your own workout where everybody is just looking at just looking at you. Yeah, it's supposed to prove everybody wrong, and, and you and you canceling because you felt like things wasn't going right when y'all when y'all had. Four days, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, to work out this waiver situation. <laughs> Wait until 30 minutes before the workout to cancel and then say you <laughs> want to do your own thing? That's a slap in the face towards the NFL and their owners. Like, I, I get it. You want to do your own thing, but at the same time, they, they trying to call the truce. And could you blame them for that? No, because, they, because you wasted all of their time. Wasted all of their time because you wanted to do your own thing, and, and of course, you know the teams that was there. Shout out to y'all that went to the to the actual workout in the, in the, uh, the high school, the Atlanta high school down there. But at this point, after the meet, after that, in the media, what he said in the media, it just wasn't worth it. That that's it. You'll be lucky if you get a job. <laughs> that is yeah. all. I agree. That, that is all. But um. Let's 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 get off that topic. Um, <laughs> any any games from last week that that kind of that that surprised y'all or 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 that that you want to mention or shout out? Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I think I Atlanta do. Um, <laughs> yeah, what the hell, man? Who woke these guys up? 
I think I think I think it was Dan Quinn. Um, that, uh, yeah, he he got rid of he got rid of the staff. Too, no less. Yeah, got, yeah. I think he got rid of the whole staff and switched it up. And they yeah, said, yeah. And switched they up the offensive play caller. I think yeah. Yeah. Um, switched up the whole staff. <laughs> yeah. Um. Listen, I I I've, I think we had a kind of an in depth uh, conversation about the Falcons where I said I don't think Dan Quinn is a is a crap coach. The fact that they were struggling the way they were struggling was like, it was, you know, I think I listened to Atlanta, a couple of Atlanta radio stations and podcasts, and a lot of people were scratching their heads trying to figure out why they're just not executing play calls. They're not executing on defense, which is Dan Quinn's uh, uh, forte. You know, it was just a weird thing. And the fact that they've all of a sudden awakened is, is a surprise for everybody. But if you really think about it, this is what they're supposed to be, you know. Um, 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 they're just kind of reverting to what they're supposed to be more than it, more than they've just be it's it being an, an anomaly. I'm not saying that they've fixed everything because you don't just fix everything. I think they've been trying to fix stuff. They've been trying to make adjustments all season. I think uh, they whatever adjustments they did, like Davin pointed out, has really helped. But yeah, it's refreshing to see that, man. You know when coaches implement stuff it takes time and and we we always think that things are supposed to work overnight it takes time for things to work so uh kudos to the atlanta falcons um davin i'm sorry but uh we're gonna talk about your cousin um <laughs> uh, kudos, kudos, kudos to the Vi- kudos to the vikings um i think i think uh them coming back from a 20-point deficit does a hell of a game uh they should not be in that 20-point deficit in the first place because it looked like it looked like they went away from what they were doing the last couple of weeks, and I don't know what they were trying against the Broncos. Uh, when they went back to what they were supposed to be doing, uh, uh, they started picking them apart. So um, kudos to the Vikings for waking up in the middle of the game. <laughs> needed to wake up. I yeah, I think a team that uh, I'm gonna say I'm most concerned about is the Cowboys. Um, the reason mm. why I say that is because the backup quarterback uh, Dreskel, if I if I said it right. Uh, he, had, he actually Cowboys? had a decent. Or oh, Lions. No, oh, I'm Lions. talking about. I'm talking about basically the Lions and the Cowboys. But I'm talking about this quarterback basically had a decent game against the defense, and they almost actually won the game. I'm yeah, kind of. I'm kind of concerned for the Cowboys coming out Especially into these weeks defense. coming up. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Yes, they won the game. Yes, they won the game because of that Prescott and that. And I'm and shout out to you, that. But at the same time, like. You have a backup quarterback. If Matt Stafford would have played, the Lions possibly could have won that game. Yes, I agree, man. I mean, you that, got that with we we saw we saw what they you know against you know you saw what Sam did to their defense. So you know they have issues on defense. I think uh, we said it that back then that they're way too predictable on defense. And I think more um, teams teams that could throw the ball uh, will definitely pick them apart. They they're gonna have uh, their hands full with that kind of schedule coming up. And they got New England this week, at New England, no less. And then they got home against Buffalo. Then they're at Chicago, home against the Rams, at Philly, and then home against Washington. So Nothing is easier stuff for that Redskins game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and you know what? The, the, Philly, uh, the Eagles, they lost a tough game against the Patriots. Yes. And uh, two, things, yeah, two things showed me now. And number one, 
the Patriots got a great defense, man, and that's gonna that's gonna defense definitely carry them good. to the championship this year if they win it because their offense is just not that good at all. Yeah, no, but 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 you know what? It's something about the Patriots that that always seems to though we always talk about this shit at the season, and then the playoffs they they come become this unstoppable <laughs> team. I don't know. So um, I, yeah. I, I, don't, I like it could be different. Because of Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, um, shout out yes. to uh, shout out to Don Flat for a blowout win against the uh the Texans. But yeah, that'd be my I'm, player. I'm, I'm holding player my horses. I'm <laughs> holding my horses until they they play them in the playoffs. Because Tom Brady and them is, is is a different atmosphere in the playoffs. I'm I'm different I'm holding animal. my horses. Yep. Yes. No, I I agree on that part. You're right. You're absolutely right. But I so think far, I, they have not shown anything. I'm I think not, I think not, I think the Eagles should have won that game. How about that? I think the Eagles should have won. The Eagles should have won that game because down the stretch, um, I think Carson Wentz had a few throws that he. I think I think watching the film this week, he definitely wants wanted back. Um, I think I think the um there was a third and ten on that drive, um that he that Ertz was wide open and he missed him, uh really like a really simple simple throw and he missed him and I think first and ten. Uh, um, um, uh, another first and ten, he had Ertz open again on, on the same kind of route, and he missed him. So I listen, man. Um, this isn't this isn't my always been my issue with Wentz. It's like Wentz could like pick you apart, but then he'll have these these little dips in his performance where his throwing is like off. You know, even that throw for Aguilar, even if um, everybody's saying Aguilar should uh, drop the ball, yes, he dropped the ball. Um and and yes he got two hands on the ball and he should have caught that ball. Wentz didn't that that's a post route. The place Wentz threw that ball is not where the ball was supposed to be. It's supposed to lead your wide receiver a little more than that. But they're saying so, Aguilar so, ran too deep of a route on that one. That's what I heard. I didn't I didn't exactly see I the think, play. I think I will I will tell you one thing. I um Pro Football Talk uh uh the guys from Pro Football Talk was saying something about. Uh, uh, there's a, a possibility that the wind kind of took the ball. Um, um, that, could I, I, that could definitely be it because it throwing a post is yeah, th- throwing a post but, is like is, uh, is NFL, the, like the, easy throw. The bigger problem with Philly is that their top two receivers are out. Yes, and other than Ertz, they really don't have um, a reliable receiver. I mean, Aguilar is. Horrible. He's got horrible hands. And, you know, you take him out. I mean, yeah, Dallas Goddard, he's the backup tight end. He's he's okay. But, I mean, they don't have the deep threat, you know, and that's what um, Deshaun Jackson was going to be. And they just don't have a deep threat. It's as and, simple as that. Whiteside, drafting Whiteside, they thought he was going to be the answer. He's got yeah, three, he hasn't. Got three yeah. catches this year. So And he, yeah. and he was – they've lost uh, three games this season. Because of their receivers, three yep. games. Hey, I, I'll agree late, with you. Right, late, uh, late plays where they should have made a catch, they didn't. They didn't run the right route, whatever. But and Aguilar was guilty on two of those. But um, yeah, I think that's that's their biggest problem, and I think Philly's going to be hunting for a receiver this year because I don't know if they're going to count on Jeffrey next year. I don't know. If oh, they they him. have they will have multiple chances because this wide receiver group coming out this year. Uh, a lot of them, I, I think, will declare as going to be ridiculous. There's a yeah. lot of talent so I know coming out be, in the draft. So yeah, they got the they line. They got a really good offensive them. line. Yeah. So we'll see. 
Yeah, um, that, but I wanted to make one more point about that game. Davin, that's what we were talking about when we said that we think that um, things are kind of different with the Patriots. The fact that they were, um, you know, they they were kind of they. I mean, I everybody's like the the. I think the front seven for the Eagles is very good, but is the yeah, Eagles the back is... end that good? No, I'm 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 a, corners like, are bad. So why so why is everybody acting like you know the Patriots should have eaten up that that backfield? That well, that's what I said. The Patriots' offense said. is Patriots just offense not, good. not great. Who no, they're not. Right? They, exactly. If they win this year, it's going to be because of the defense, not because of Brady. Agreed. But like I said, Simple playoffs enough. is different. Is, is a different. I, I agree. That. I'm not, just yeah, because no, yeah, we you know, like yeah. we didn't expect the Eagles to beat Chicago, and they had and they defensive backs sucked last last year by the playoffs, and they actually played real real good against Chicago and and yes. Drew Brees. They should have yes. won that game too. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm I, I'm not I'm not putting nothing past nothing when it comes to playoff time. That, that's all I'm gonna Agreed. say. But but yes, they offense do do suck as of right now. <laughs> I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna yeah. agree with you on that too, Chris. Um, I I do I do want to say something about Philip Rivers and um the Chiefs. Um, huh. Philip Rivers. Oh my goodness, this has got to be the worst I career. This, I think this is the end. Worst, yes, I think it Sadly. is too. But but the Chiefs almost still letting the Chargers win that game with with a horrible performance from Rivers is kind of kind of ridiculous. And Mahomes is I don't think Mahomes is back to his old self. Yeah, he may may not be a hundred percent yet. You know, he might still he need another week or two. At all. I think he rushed it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's, I think he did. Um, the last two weeks his stats hasn't really. They still win it, but I don't think they're going to be – I don't even think they're going to go – right now it's looking like they're not going to go past second round. They're not they – not, they, they can't play defense. And, and if you thought their defense was bad last year, their defense is worse this year. So, so this is what I'm saying. If you're going to have a compromised uh, Patrick Mahomes, which you guys have just alluded to when you said that he might, um, he might still not be 100%. If he's gonna take a few games to get back to you know the the MVP Patrick Mahomes, then you're gonna then you're gonna have a you which unit is gonna carry the team if the offense can't they, mm. they, they their defense is non-existent so um so they're gonna have an issue there so um, they are starting Horace Claiborne so corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. exactly and Darren Lee's <laughs> and just to show you how bad their defense oh, is or how bad yeah. Darren Lee is. I don't even think uh, Darren Lee plays. I you know what? I, I never surprised. even looked up. I don't think he definitely snap, didn't start. Snaps. I don't. I don't see him anywhere in the field, and I've watched a few games. Yeah. I don't. I. I I've looked at stats one and, time. Yeah. I don't think he's playing. I'm, I'm not surprised, surprised like Gavin said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but not you would surprised. Think, no, but you would think with a Chiefs team that's like you said, the defense is just not that good, and you would think they'd be like, oh, we got to get somebody in there, and if this guy ain't good enough, that's. So for us to get a fifth round pick for him, right? We got him, I think. Yeah, That's, we made out like bandits. That yeah, was a definitely. steal right there. <laughs> another one. Uh, another one. one the fans hated I, too, but <laughs> one but game I wanted. I, I wanted to make a, a point about the Rams. Um, the Rams against the Bears. Must have read um, my mind because both yeah, we quarterbacks to... sucked that game. <laughs> yeah, they. Um, that's to show you how much that, um, in my opinion, anyway, that uh, the Rams quarterback has been uh, sucking lately. <laughs> um, 
they basically changed their offense, like on the put the offense on their head. They they uh, put uh, Brandon Thorn on Twitter. He said that um, that the Rams had more two tight end uh, 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 concepts on the field than any time in the season. Basically, it went they went from running it running it only ten percent of the time to sixty seven percent of the time. So they totally changed their offense and run. And Gurley had twenty over twenty or twenty plus carries for the first time in the whole carries. season. Twenty five carries. Yeah, twenty five carries. Yeah, for right. He hadn't had close. The closest he had come to twenty carries was eighteen carries, I think, when I looked at the stats. Right. So, so they basically had to turn their offense on their head to win that game because their quarterback is has been struggling. So there you go. You know, I talked about Jared Goff a few weeks ago, and again, yes, this is this is not surprising. The only way how they're going to win is if Ty Gurley brings the game to him and Jared Goff improves. Because if they magically come and go and go to the playoffs, this cannot happen. No, no, happen they're struggling. They're struggling in the offensive line, man. I mean, uh, I think, I think, uh, I think, uh, I think the retire the retirement of one of their offensive line and not signing the other one is kind of hurting them, you know, um, hurting them. And I don't think they replaced the that ta- lost talent well at, at all. And Trubisky is going to be on a short leash for Chicago this Ooh. week because <laughs> he he didn't even come out late in the game, right? Then they say, "Oh, he had back was spasms he? or something." Or what? I thought he was there. He looked like he wanted to cry. At one time, I I sent him the sideline. He, is, he looked like he wanted to cry. <laughs> he might be done after this year. Uh, how many, Chris? Is this his so fourth year? How how long has he been in the league now? Uh, this is third year, right? Three. Is this third year now? Third year is Jared Goff. Three. Third right, year, right, yeah. right, right. Third year. Yeah. Also, so could y'all third, see potentially uh, Cam Newton getting traded to Chicago? I've heard, I've heard talks. I, I think people are like uh, digging for crap here. Um, I mean, but it could, it could <laughs> I mean, potentially happen. There's a possibility. Oh yeah, it's a possibility. Was, I mean, just think, man. He was the second overall. overall. Yep. Yeah. But remember, they traded with the 49ers to get this guy. Yeah, they traded up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did. They, and they Goff was first overall, run. if you remember. Yeah. Goff was picked a year before. <sighs> oh, I, I think I. Uh, you it was see, Goff the thing and then Wentz. Goff, remember one and two. I, okay. I, Right. I don't think Goff is a crap quarterback. I think I think what's happening is that there's no – yeah, their line is just bad and the system's not working the way it's supposed to if there's no blocking, basically. Mm. And, I, and, and, and also, I want to add, I think a percentage of that is also, I think, uh, teams' uh, defensive coordinators have come to understand what uh, McVeigh likes to do and kind of key, up, key on a lot of that stuff. So yeah. yeah, the combination of all that is added. I don't think I don't think that's just oh, you know, golf is garbage per se. I think yeah. golf is a way better. He's a better quarterback than Trubisky. I'll tell you that. Mm. <laughs> I think um, the last 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 one I want I do want to talk about is the 49ers and the Cardinals. That that was a hell of yeah. a game. Kyler um, Murray, Kyler Murray next year. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look for him next year because he he looks like he's doing good and. But but what questions me about the 49ers is that they struggled against the Cardinals and, and they playing against the Packers to Sunday night football, mm. game of the week. And mm. then they play and then who they play, the Saints after that? They they got a tough schedule coming up. Yeah. Oh, I've 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 always had this this inkling in the back of my mind about that defense. 
um, as good as they've played, if you could kind of stymie, I mean, I know it's hard to, to it's better, it's easier said than done, but if you could stymie that pass rush, I don't, I don't think I like the odds of their DBs. You know, I don't think they're pretty, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not really in love with them. You know, I think the pass rush is, uh, and that front seven is, as uh, made, made up for a lot of, uh, um, bad play on their DBs. That's my opinion anyway. And I think they're being exposed and I think they will be exposed even more playing both the Packers and the Saints. Right. Correct. Uh, so you said your player of the week, Sharman, is Lamar Jackson again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lamar Jackson again. The man, <laughs> the man is, the man is, uh, he's, uh, it's Superman in California, in, Car- in Carolina is, is gone. The new Superman is uh, in Baltimore. I'm just saying, the kid, the kid, for his skill. This, again, like I said, like I said before in our, in our previous episodes, the fact that a coaching staff and an organization basically brought in a kid, and built everything around to fit what he does best is just is that's the way you gotta do it. You know, that's the way you gotta do it, man. You know, and and we've we said it we said it over and over again. The Ravens organization has always been top of a top tier organization. The way they do things is just different from everybody, and they always end up coming out smelling like roses because they're really good. You know, mm. they're really good. They're really good in their front office. They're good good in their ownership. They're good in coaching, because trust me, man, that coach I love that guy, man. Um, um he was one of my favorite coaches in the NFL. And the fact that they he allowed for that to happen under his supervision is awesome. My, uh, I'm gonna pick one, and I don't think I'd, I, I don't think I'd ever pick this guy as a player <laughs> of the week. But wow, um, I gotta give Dak Prescott a little bit of love this week. No, love, Round of but, applause for the man. Uh, yeah, I gotta give him credit, man. Four hundred forty-four really yards. That game. <laughs> yeah, no, but he did throw four hundred forty-four yards and three touchdowns. So. Yep. He's and he pulled out man. a win. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I gotta give him credit, man. They they just keep winning that team, or he just keeps winning. And I mean, they are six and four, <laughs> oh, but uh, you know. And I, I trust me, I hate to give the Cowboys any kind of credit, but I'll, yep. I'll give him credit this week. Zeke, 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 Zeke struggled that week anyway. So yeah, yeah, no, that, they, they needed that. Right. Absolutely, <laughs> they needed Dak for that win. Um. I think I think Miles is going to going to go to the Falcons defense for shutting down the shutting down the Panthers. Um, two so weeks in a row. row, yeah, man. Two weeks in a row, man. I'm, I'm giving on it the to road. The hmm. That's right, and they Both allowed six the points, six points a game. Them two games. <laughs> they, you know what? They might have made maybe Carolina's thinking. Wait, maybe we should think about resigning Cam Newton. You know, maybe this guy isn't the right answer. <laughs> right, this guy oh, Allen. I mean, he come on, guys. You didn't think he was gonna run the table in the season. I mean, they, come on, no, man. He has limited. All, he has He's limited had two weeks in a row experience. now, that bad, right? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I, I listen. I, I, I still think Kyle Allen is is good enough. I think he's shown enough that he that he's he has a, a pretty good trajectory in this in the NFL. I, um, I don't think I don't think he's all of a sudden falling apart. I think he's had a couple bad games. That happens, man. This is the NFL. Oh, even yeah. even the best quarterbacks in the NFL have horrible games. Right. No, I agree to that. 
So let's get into our, uh, our our picks for this week. Um, tonight's game, we got the. It's a good game. Colts against the Texans. Uh, should be a good it's one. the Colts for me. Division, division Colts game. For me. Uh, I'm gonna pick the Texans. Just it's gonna be tight. I was going back and forth all day today. I was thinking about it, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I was. I was like, man, but I like the Colts. But I like the. Uh, I'll, I'll say like Texans, it. tight game, but I'll, I'll go with Texans. Actually, going, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Colts. Uh, Jacoby Brissett and that team showed their ass off against the Jags last week. Even though Nick Foles came back, he actually did okay, but. Uh, Jags was horrible, but um, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the Colts. I'm gonna go with the Colts on this one. Um, all right, let's get to our Sunday games. Uh, the first game is the Buccaneers against the Falcons. Uh Falcons. Yeah, Falcons are hot, man. Gotta gotta play the hot hand. Actually, hey, Jimmy Swinston will give you at least four interceptions. So there right. you go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. true. Yeah, seven um, times, dude. Seven times he's thrown four interceptions. Since 2015, that's ridiculous. They gotta yeah. get rid of once Winston. They, they gotta bench him. Like Winston is terrible. <laughs> I'm I'm going with the Falcons on this one, and and I thought I'd never say the Falcons because I thought they I thought they ass was grass, but they shut me up. Broncos, Broncos against the Bills. <laughs> oh shit! Cotton Sutton, man. He's going to be a superstar wide receiver in this league, man. Look, even Noah Fant, too. I like that kid, man. It looks good. Um, the Broncos look like though. they – Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's the truth. So, um, in light of what Chris just said, uh, <laughs> I picked the other team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got to go with Buffalo, man. Denver yeah, just doesn't have a quarterback Buffalo. yet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the wide receiver, I think his name's Josh Brown um, from the from the Bills, had a big game against the – the Dolphins last week. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna go with Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo's just getting lucky with their record. I don't, I don't think they really saw any real good teams. Yeah, but yeah I'll that, speak that, on that, that another wide day. Receiver, that wide receiver, Davin just said, uh, fantasy guy, pick him up. Yes. Um, Giants Brown. against the Bears. You know what? I'm gonna go out. Uh, this is gonna be my upset of the week, so I'm gonna take the Giants this week. Mm. Not that it's a mm. huge upset, but. It's kind of still an upset because yeah, you bit. know Chicago's Chicago was supposed to have higher expectations than you know last year. So um, yeah, I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go with the Giants as well. Shockingly, yeah, I think the team. I think I think the team is uh, like they just they're just uh, emotionally beaten because if you know that the organization is gonna keep trotting out the quarterback that's gonna play so badly every week. And then you're like, why should I uh, um, try so hard when this dude is like throwing the throwing the ball away every time, you know? So I I think everybody's kind of just uh, given up. I mean, they could prove me wrong, but that's what I see. It's my opinion. Uh, definitely, uh, I don't see the Bears winning this game. Giants. Um, still, still is against the Bengals. Steelers. Yeah, you gotta go to Steelers, man. Bengals are just. Talk about no quarterback, right? They got Ryan Finley. I don't think he's the answer. So he'll be, yeah, he'll be drafted a quarterback. Joe, Joe, Joe Barrow. Joe Barrow will be with the Bengals. <laughs> yep. LSU quarterback. Um, but yeah, I'm going. I'm going with the Steelers as well. Um, yep. No, nowhere near the, the tough game. Um, Dolphins against the Browns. This is the uh, Browns win again, man. They they look like they look like they're getting there. Um. They've always had the running game. 
Um, I think uh, Baker looked a little bit more sturdy. Uh, he's kind of getting back to the things that made him look good last year. Uh, he doesn't look like he wants to take the roof off every time, try to throw long passes. He get, he's taking what the defense is giving him. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go with the Browns. Yeah, you got to go with the Browns. I mean, if they're going to make a run at all for the playoffs, uh, this is going to have to be it. So, um, And they got to beat the Dolphins at home. Uh, I just, I'm curious. I just want to look at their schedule the rest of the way. Miami this week, then they're at Pittsburgh. So that's going to be a big game playing Pittsburgh again. Then they got Cincinnati at home. Then they're at Arizona against Baltimore and then at Cincinnati. So they got we only games. got one tough game. Yeah. So, re- so rewind, rewind a little bit. I just remembered something. How many of the Steelers players are going to be playing next, year, um, next game? Because they're going to have a bunch of them is going to be out. I know Juju Smith just said he's not going to be playing because he's going to be out. I know Pon- um, uh, Ponzi is uh, Pouncy, excuse me, is suspended, yeah, isn't it? It's, it's suspended. suspended yeah. two games. This, this is my question, man. They, they have they have a they have a multitude of injuries plus guys being suspended. I just remembered that. So yeah, but they, they I, so I wanted. So the I want. Uh, Tomlin, Tomlin, we're going to find some way to win that game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. you, I, I don't know, man. I no, there's no Fitzmagic this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's tough. Fitzmagic, oh, Jesus. Wait, Lord. wait, wait. Fitzmagic, Fitzmag- man, you never know, man. He's done He's done worse. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So, Jesus. Man, God bless we him. We know that too well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, paint, uh, we got the Panthers against the Saints. Yeah, the Saints are back to their old ways, man. Uh, Breeze killing people. Uh, three touchdowns last week. Uh, um, the de- uh, um, the defense um, shutting down people and uh, Michael Thomas on a tear. I think he has ninety plus receptions uh, uh, in ten games in a season. And that's never one guy we before. should have mentioned for MVP never, this season. Yeah, too. never, never. No wide receiver in the history of NFL has ever done had ninety plus receptions in ten games in one season. It's ridiculous, man. Mm. Um, so I I pick the Saints. Yeah, I got to go with the Saints, too. Yeah, I'm picking the Saints as well. Nowhere near a close game. Um, oh, this is a good good game. Seahawks against the Eagles. You know, you know who I'm, I'm going, going to pick with. This, yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we all know. Best friend in the whole wide world. But, yeah. I got with my boy. <laughs> Best friend in the whole world. BFM. I don't uh, even know the guy, man. Come on, man. I just give him his props, man. Russell say, Wilson, man. You would have thought you would have thought you know you know him. You thought you spoke to him on the phone. What's what's the player for this week, Wilson? Oh, hey, no. you know I you know I like the just, Eagles too, I'm but I'm just planning uh, to give you four touchdowns. That's that's all. I'm strong. definitely gonna go with Seattle. <laughs> oh, before we get to the next game, I just want to ask you guys a quick little trivia question. Um, oh, no, not a no, not a no. It's about this year. It's about right now. Who okay. are the leaders? in receiving yards in the NFC and the AFC. NFC is pretty easy. Of course, Michael Thomas, right? Okay. What's the AFC leader in receiving yards? In receiving AFC? yards? Yes. Think, out, think outside the box a little it's, bit. It's got to be outside the box. A little it's got to be outside the box. And it got to be a wide receiver from an offense that's pretty good on the AFC side. So who are the offenses that are good on the AFC side? Well, think about it as – can we think about it as we're picking the, the rest of the games? 
What do you want to? Yeah, go? yeah, okay. then, then yeah. Go, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Here's your um, chance to think about. Oh it. yeah, but uh, yeah, I picked. Yeah, I, picked I promise I won't Google. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I picked the Seahawks. Oh God, we gotta choose this game. Um, Lions against the Redskins. Five, the five dollar game. The five. <laughs> Lions against the Redskins. We're gonna see Davin there with his uh, with his <laughs> jersey on. All right, Thank you. you're not gonna see me. Uh, Lions. <laughs> uh, Lions. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm gonna go, I, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the skins. I don't know yeah, why. I'm but. gonna pick the. I think I'm gonna pick the Redskins on this one. Um, I think. Yeah, I'm I think gonna pick Haskins, the Lions. They showed me something against the Cowboys. Yeah, which is true. But you know, Haskins and uh and Geis showed me something at the end of the game. So I I think I'm gonna go with Haskins on this one. They gonna win a five dollar okay. game. Um, <laughs> Jaguars against the Titans. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go. T- you know what? I'll, I'll go with the Titans, only because uh, what's his name has been playing good. Um, Hill. Yeah, Tannehill. <laughs> I think, I, think I'm, I, I don't know why I. Ta- if it's at home, yeah, Tennessee's at home. I'll, I'll take Tennessee. Yeah, me too. I'll take Tennessee. Yeah. Mm, Should be a good game, though. I mean, yeah, I picked them as well. Um. And we got the good games. Now we go. Now we get to the, the cream of the crop. Uh, Cowboys against the Patriots. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Patriots at home. The, their defense is just playing unbelievable. I mean, if their offense was was like anywhere near what they've been in the past, they would be undefeated right now, and and it would be a team that I would I would think that could run the table, but. They got their loss, and I don't trust their offense that much, but I think they'll beat Dallas. Yeah, I go with, I go with the Patriots, too, because I don't trust the, the Cowboys' defense at all. I trust the, the Patriots' defense more than I trust their defense. So, Patriots. Um, this is this is this is oh god! I thought I'd never pick between two teams that I hate. Um. Uh, um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to go for. I'm gonna have to go opposite. This is a big game for the Cowboys. The Cowboys need to win as much as possible. If Seattle, if not Seattle, if if Philly finds out to win this game, they they still going neck and neck. Um, I'm I'm gonna pick the Cowboys. Um, Prescott mm. Prescott has has a has a nice game for the Cowboys. Woo! Okay. Okay. That's, that's a. <laughs> That that's your upset of the week, man. That's an upset. Yeah, right I like that. Yeah, hey, yeah, man, you better put some money on that. You, you know how much money you would I'm win. Not that, if, I'm not that damn crazy, but <laughs> shit. <laughs> I, 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 I'm just saying. We we we're we're at we're at the last six like five weeks of the season, and this is where teams really need to push for a playoff spot. Because one of those yep. teams, the Eagles or the Cowboys, are going to be in the playoffs. Or no team, or not even no team. Or no wild card coming out of that. There's no wild card, basically. Yes, yeah. because there's so many good teams in the in the NFC. So yeah. So so the Cowboys. So they. So I think they're gonna play like they want it. I don't. I don't know how. How. I mean, Prescott shows off. Maybe he gets the contract he want, but we'll see what happens. We'll just see what happens. But I'm I'm gonna pick that as an upset. Um, the Sunday night game, game of the week, uh, Packers against the 49ers. I think San Francisco only because they are more a complete team. Packers defense, I don't trust at all. They're eight and two. Also, it's amazing, but um, I just I don't know. I don't like their defense at all. San Fran just keeps winning. They got they had their one loss against uh, Seattle, but 
I, I like the 49ers. Than the Panthers, who 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 the forty who the who the forty nines have really played that that got my attention. I'm going I'm going to go with the Packers. This is going to be a tough. Uh, this is going to be a tough their, ride. The rest of their yeah. schedule is tough. We we talked about it last week. We, so. Yes, we have. Yeah, they they got a tough ride. I'm going to go with the Packers, and then then I might go with the Saints next week too. But we'll see what happens this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. I'm going with the Packers too. Yeah. Definitely. Very, very tough game, but the 49ers yep. still haven't impressed me enough. Garoppolo's getting back to his old stuff, but it shouldn't have been no way they struggled against the Cardinals last week. Um, so yeah, uh, the Cardinals I, are scrappy team as hell, man. I mean, scrappy, uh, but you gotta give they, them, you gotta give them it. They've been, they've, they've kind of, they've competed in almost every game they've played this year. Yeah. Yep. They, but you know, it's no way like. As that as y'all as the forty nines being the top the top defensive team because I because Garoppolo just finally finding himself, um they shouldn't have, they shouldn't have struggled like that. But I think Kittle's I think George Kittle's return is gonna help with the help yeah, help definitely. them help them. But I think but I think uh, like I said before I I just don't think um um they're gonna stop Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I agree. Um, in the Monday night game, uh, the Ravens against the Rams. <laughs> yeah, the Rams. De- the Rams defense has actually been playing well. Um, so because um, of Ramsey. This is the uh, this this is the um, this is the game. I think this is the game where uh, the, the the Ravens are going to get a challenge uh, because that defense is pretty good. Uh, but I still think they eke out a win. Uh, Ravens win. Yeah, def- definitely Ravens. I, I think they're going to win easily. I I I will pick I will pick the Ravens to win, but I won't be surprised if the Rams pull out the upset. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree with like, you. I, f- I, I feel like Todd. I feel like Gurley is back. Is, and Gurley is going to get. He's getting up there a little bit. He's not one hundred percent, but he's getting up there enough that they they can compete to win. I agree with you. Okay. Yeah. So so so, Chris, what's the answer to uh, your trivia? Mm, I, I, Chris, I before you say before you say the answer, is that wide receiver from either the Jacksonville Jaguars? Or from the Denver Broncos? No. Ooh. Oh wow! Damn, no. it's uh, definitely like way said, out you, the box. Then yeah, you got to think outside the box. Definitely got to think outside the box. Damn. Outside and when I say his name, it's not even a. Uh, it's a name you you know. Would you just not thinking about receiving yards? Yeah. No, I don't know, man. I. I it's kill me. Dead. <laughs> I, 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 let me take a guess. I'm thinking of all the teams. <laughs> I will. Oh my God! If I if I told you the team, you would know right away. So I'm yeah, I most likely. Uh, all right. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say. Just give me a name. Fuck. <laughs> not him. But <laughs> <laughs> definitely not him. <laughs> oh, this is a good Think outside the box. I, 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 how I much out? How much outside? How much no. outside the box do we need to think? Outside the receiving position, how's that? Oh, the Ravens? No. <laughs> what? Outside the receiver position, not he's not a wide receiver. So he's a tight uh, end. Waller, Waller from yeah. the tight Waller. No. He's a tight end. Right division. <laughs> he's in. Oh, Kelsey. Yes. Wow. 
He's That's got it by crazy. a couple of yards, but he's got it. Over, that is, uh, yeah. He's seven, just so it's about to be seven, seven hundred something yards because Waller got six sixty six. Oh, he's got eight thirty, and I think um, Sutton's got like eight oh something. Sutton like is right behind him because Sutton was who I was thinking. That's why I asked you if it was the Broncos or or or, or the Jacksonville Jaguars when I was thinking about DJ Charles. Wow. But wow, that's yeah, crazy. That man. Means, they that said means it today. This... They said it today on TV, and I was like, "Wow, I, it's that, yeah. it's a name that I wouldn't have thought of, but he's there." But that means that's not good for the AFC wide receiver. <laughs> the wide receivers. No, the receivers are not having good years. Like, no. think about Hopkins; he's not having a good year. No, that's right? yeah, you're and right. He was supposed to be top three. T.Y. Hilton, T.Y. Hilton's been injured. He's been hurt, uh, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, most yeah. um. The Cleveland, uh, what's his name um, from the Cleveland Browns? Beckham has been. You spoke t- highly um, on them two guys' top three potential. Yeah, and huh? I said we spoke highly on Beckham and uh, Hopkins' top three potential. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and they've 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 really not played well this year. Not You're right. Think about well. Pittsburgh. You got Juju Smith. Juju Smith has been injured a lot right. this year. Missed a lot of games. New England never uh, has a top guy in the. You know, yeah. Right, right, right. Because less um, of that, it would have been uh, Gronkowski. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, wow. AJ Green's the been Chargers have been horrible. The Chargers yeah. have been playing horrible on offense. Yes, Tariq Hill. Tariq Hill got suspended. And, and he's then, just yeah, getting so, back. So, yeah. It was, and then he's, he got injured again. So. Wow, the NFL was just ridiculous. NFL was just crazy. Yeah, thank, yep. thank, thank, thank you for that. Thank you for that, Chris, because that's, that's the that way was a good one. the podcast. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you go. Make sure y'all follow us, uh, Twitter, Jets Fans Podcast, Instagram at NY Jets Fans Podcast. As always, we, we do this every week. Um, we're trying to do it Wednesdays. If not, we're going to hit y'all with it on Thursdays. But until next week, take a flight. Out of here. Take a flight. Take-